Hi, this is Two Dog Girls Homesteading. Uh, I'm going to talk about homesteading now. I mean, I talk about so many things on here. So many things and emotions and feelings that we go through before we start making major decisions and goals. Um, I'm a I'm a life learner. I actually teach myself to do a lot, a lot, and I mean a lot of things. Um, when I want to learn something, I dive head first, no whole bars, into learning how to do it. The scary thing is that not everyone is on the same path that I'm on. And um, they don't understand where I'm coming from when I start just doing stuff. It almost scares them. It's almost like, you're going to do what? Oh, you're going to do that? You're going to waste your time doing that? Well, you could do it this way, and why not do it that? If I wanted the easy road, then I wouldn't take the road to learn how to do it. I love cooking. I love baking. And now I've added one more thing onto my list, candy making. But all the things that I do, I know I do them so well that I can sell them to other people. I love making cakes, and I mean, I love making cakes so much that I actually have people ask me and pay me to make them different cakes, like make me a cheesecake, make me a a Hennessy cake, make me a chocolate cake, make me this, make me that. And with that being said, I don't mind going into that adventure of doing it. Now, that don't mean it's going to always turn out perfect. Sometimes I have to practice. And lately, I've been practicing on making hard candy with my kids. It has been an adventure, and it has shown them the difference between store-bought candy with wax on it. Because, you know, every candy that you buy from the store have some type of wax coating on it to keep it from sticking it up the, the, the wrapping and the other pieces of candy. So, we, you know, we've been experimenting on making hard candy and finding ways of not letting it stick to each other as we put it away it was a good adventure and we enjoyed doing it but my question to myself is where do you go from here now i'm going to make all types of candies because that's just me and i like to look at my kids face when i make things homemade like my older daughter she just remembered me making cakes and chocolate candies and stuff like that and with my second set of kids i'm like adventuring out into different territories like really going hard on learning different things and techniques to share with them and teach them only because children are always learning they're always watching what the parent is doing and if you just lay in bed all day then that's what your kids gonna do you can't get mad at them if they don't clean up their room you can't get mad at them if they don't brush their teeth wash their face if they don't see you doing it they definitely not gonna do it um, I just enjoy cooking and I'm trying to instill in my children family time and cooking together. Um, it's something that I think a lot of Americans need to start incorporating. That time to teach children, what are you putting in your mouth? Let's cut up the onions. Let's crush the garlic. Let's, let's go outside and pick the sweet peas and snap them open and, and put them in the pot um, let's garden together because these tools right here are going to teach your children to survive when there is nothing else but to go out and do it yourself.
It's going to teach them ways on how to live and eat without depending on a store, without depending on other people to harvest their food or the candy man to sell them candy. Um, we just made like, I think about a hundred pieces of candy for like $2 and for 146 pieces of candy, it's 12, $13. It's ridiculous the way prices are rising in the market, the stuff that they're using to process the candy, how they want things to look appeasing to the eyes, but they're not always healthy for the body. So by me teaching my children how to do it from scratch, they're learning what is in it, how it's made, the process that it has to go through. Um, it's teaching them better eating habits. What I do like is... um. I was attending a healthy eating class one day and the guy asked us how many people make their own cookies. And I looked around the room and I was the only idiot with my hand raised. And he asked me, why do you make your cookies? And I said to him, the reason I make my cookies is because I know what I'm putting in my cookies. I know what is going in my children's mouth. I don't know what Chips Ahoy put in their cookies. I don't know what Win Dixie put in their cookies. I don't know what Cameo put in his cookies. I don't know what Oreo puts in his cookies. But if I'm in control of what's being put inside the batter when I make these cookies, I'm in control of how much sugar my children are eating. I'm in control of whether I want to add a little secret supplement in there for them or add a little this or add a little that. I'm in control of the recipe. I think that's the best power to have than to be a consumer just buying what's already pre-made that's been sitting on the shelf for I don't know how long. I don't know how fresh it could be. I done gave my kids these chips ahoys and two hours later, my baby crying, her stomach hurt, her head hurt, her eye hurt. And when I was growing up, kids never had headaches unless they had a condition. Stomach aches unless they had a condition. I had a condition. I had a nervous condition. My doctor diagnosed me with at an early age. And it all centered around my mom's yelling and, you know, people arguing in front of me. It would give me migraines. But it was a condition. So with that being said, I know I don't have a cat. That's my two-year-old being a cat. Please ignore that. <laughs> what I'm learning about food is I want to take it from my garden into my house and prepare it. I want to show my children that you can go outside your door and get the freshest vegetables and fruit. You don't have to buy it from the store and it's been sitting there. You don't know if they cook the fruit or vegetables in order to turn them ripe. You don't know if they put gas on them or whatever that they do to ripen those tomatoes to turn them red. And I like green tomatoes. So I don't need you to rush my vegetables or fruit to get ripe. It's also teaching them how to be patient with nature and how to be one with the dirt and the earth and everything around them. How to look around and recognize if they were ever out there in the world, oh, that's a walnut. How you know? Because my mom used to grow walnuts and I know how to harvest them and I know how to roast them and I know how to eat them without them killing me or poisoning me. It is a gift that you're giving your children when you teach them how to eat from the dirt to the pot. It's a gift that you're offering them when you're teaching them how to do stuff from scratch. 
it is a gift. It's not anything but time that you're spending with your children. I don't get this. Let's go to McDonald's. Let me treat you to Dairy Cream. And uh, let's go pick up cookies from the grocery store. And let's pick up the instant cake. And uh, let's do it from the box. I don't get that type of behavior. I don't understand it. And maybe it's all because I had a dad who, in my youth, he made us do everything from scratch. I remember him making us make our own peppermints because he refused to buy candy. But what he did do was buy the ingredients that we needed to make it. And even that, he made us go make the money to go and make our own candy. I was like, this man is just truly mean. But now today, I thank God that he allowed my daddy to even treat us that way. You know, now I know I'm out in the world nothing really bother me. I see people, they be like, I ain't got money to buy food. I be like, hey, don't bother me. Why you don't, it ain't bothering you that, you know, you know, Trump did that thing where he gave everybody double food stamps for one month and and now they're crying about food. And I'm like, I'm not crying about food. And it was like, why not? First of all, I had to do all the shopping for my father, his wife, his stepson, and two other adults that lived in his house. I had to do the shopping. That's one. I had to go out with the money, shop, bring the food back on the list that he gave me. And I had to prepare the food. And I was like eight years old. Then I had to learn how to prepare the food, clean it properly, and make sure I had dinner on the table by the time my stepmom got home. What has that taught me? That taught me food, time management, and cleaning and prepping food and kitchens. No, by no ways am I ever been a cook, a waitress, or worked in any condition where I had to work with food in a restaurant or in, in that industry. But what it did teach me is um, I don't have to rely on Burger King or McDonald's. I don't have to rely on KFC. I can ride past Burger King or McDonald's and tell my children, we can make this at home and we can do it 10 times better and we can season it the way we want and we can all have individual tastes in our burgers and enjoy them. And my kids are appreciative of that. Uh, a lot of people always ask my young kids, oh, you want to go here? You want to go to Taco Bell? No, we, no, we want to go home. Why? Because our mom made spaghetti. But I'm treating you to tacos. They're like, no, because we prefer homemade food. We prefer to know what's in our food. Now, every now and then, I'm not going to lie, I splurge. I get lazy. We might stop by the dreaded Taco Bell or the stupid McDonald's or the crazy Burger King. And yes, I'm giving them those nasty names because they make food for money. And by them making food for money, they mass produce food and they don't care what they put in it as long as it's fillers. And those fillers can cause cancer, asthma, skin eczema. They can cause a weight gain, diabetes, heart attacks, seizures, and strokes. Do the industry give a damn about your health? No, they only want to give you already made food for a low price, as much as they can give you at any given moment of the day. Is that better for you? I don't think so. Is it better for you to know where your eggs came from, how the chickens was treated? Yes. Is it better for you to know what type of soil your vegetables and fruit? Yes. 
I think you should always eat local. And that's the same thing I do with my seafood. I do with my regular food. I do with my vegetables. I do with my fruit. I eat local. And people pick on me all the time. Like, I'm a big girl. I'm like 260 pounds, give or take. And being 260, I exercise and I eat very well. And I have my lazy days. Everyone is entitled to their lazy days. Sometimes I have more lazy days than I have productive days. But every day I know I'm productive. And with that being said, I think that we should all take a look in our backyard and our front yard and start planting little raised gardens. Allow your children to come out and rake the yard with you. These kids nowadays spend so much time, TV, social media, computers, computers, computers. And they're, they're just all tuned out. They don't hear you when you call them. They don't see when you walk in the house. You offer them something. Yeah, they don't even know what it is you offering them. They don't know how to cook. They don't know how to boil an egg. They don't know how to fry nothing. I got an eight-year-old that makes her own grits. I got grown women friends who don't even know what grits is. I got a son who know how to fry a pork chop. I know grown men who don't even know how to clean a pork chop. So that just lets you know it's all in what you put into your children that you see the fruit of your labor. I got a 22-year-old daughter who know how to budget, who knows how to uh, practice the law. She knows a lot of things that I have instilled in her. She's a very good cook. She know how to keep her house clean. You know, all these things you have to instill in children while they're young. That's not nothing you teach them when they're 20. You start teaching them when they're four. Pick up your shoes. Put them here. Hang your clothes up. Let's fold them together. Bathe every day. Brush your teeth. Comb your hair. Make your bed. There's something you teach them when they're little. I don't even... I don't eat... Yes, you get to comb your hair. I don't even get the concept of this cookie making. Everybody does it this particular way because it's easy to do attitude. With the technology we have today, it's so easy to make food in an Instapot. I use mine, but I cut up all my ingredients fresh. I wash my meat. I might pre-fry my meat before I even put it in the Instapot. By the time it get to the Instapot, only thing I'm doing in the Instapot is pressure cooking it. And then it's other things. Like I notice kids nowadays... I asked somebody, do you know how to boil an egg? This little girl told me, what? We just go to McDonald's and we won't boil eggs. We go to Publix. Do your mama even have a kitchen, baby? Do your mama work? Nope. So why you don't know how to cook? Because we just go out and eat every day. Not good. Not good. And I mean, it's really teaching your children to have bad habits that they should not be picking up that young. I don't understand why we are allowing our children to pick up these bad habits, but because they see us as adults do it, they are following suit. And then I notice a lot of adults don't spend time with their children and get to know their kids. So that's another thing that is like very important that I think parents should do. So with that being said, I said I was going to talk about homesteading. I went into talking about kids. <laughs> With that being said, 
I know the adventure that I'm going to go in in the next two years with moving to Texas, as difficult as it seems right now, and as out of reach as it feels at this moment in time, but I know it's going to improve my kids' life for the better. It's going to teach them to lean into the land and live off of that land and to take care of that land. I see so many people tell me, well, you know, so-and-so died and the, the kids sold the house and so-and-so died and the kids sold the land and so-and-so left and da 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 And I mean, you don't think about how hard your parents worked to gain that land in that house and for you to be there and continue into that property and stop turning it in for cash money. Imagine you being able to take your child to the home you grew up in and know and, and, and raising your kid in that same home. That's a gift. That's a blessing. But no, us in today's society, we sell everything the minute somebody die. We're looking for the next dollar. We're looking for the next this, the next trend, the next what's new. And we forgot about the old. And your own Bibles tell you, go back to the old ways places. Why is it telling you that? Because eventually, everything that you're doing now to be fast, 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 it wears out. It gets old. It gets thin. It wears your body down, your mind down, your spiritual man down, your physical man down. I mean, you have to think long term, not short term. We're living longer now. The average man is now living to 80 years old. There was a good joke running on TV about African-American men living past 60. All my daddy family lived to 70. My granddaddy didn't die till he was 83. So I don't know what this thing is about. You're lucky to live past 60 if you're an African-American man because I don't, um, I don't put stock into that energy. And that's another thing. I just don't put stock into negative energy. Oh, um, black women have more heart attacks because of this and that. No, we have more heart attacks because we have more stress. And the more stress we have, the more uh, problems we have, the more stress we have. And we, not, we deal with a lot as African-American women. And even with dealing with everyday life issues, it's more than what any average race out here will deal with. And I know people always say, no, we, deal, we go through the same thing. No, we don't. We don't as a black woman. We don't go through the same thing. I have all color friends and I've been many places with them. And I have stated, we're not going through the same thing. Do you see the way this person is treating me? Do you see the way that person is reacting to me? They're not doing that to you. So you're not feeling what I'm feeling. And these are just small stresses of the world. Imagine having to deal with nasty people dealing with your children. I don't even let my children go out my door. I homeschool them. That's how bad it is. I don't even want my children to be tainted by racism and negativity that's out there in the world. I would rather be the person to persuade them to be kind-hearted, nice, and overlook a lot of bad behavior and nasty attitudes. So, yeah. I'm signing off. You can comment and share. You can friend me on DTreasure on Facebook and you can comment and share this uh podcast and um if you're ever in Okella you can stop by Olivia's 
Get Fancy Hair Braids by Olivia. You can also, if you're in Jacksonville, you can stop by Crayon Salon right off Rojero Drive. It is a family salon and hair care place. Yes, I am doing commercials for my sisters and advertising their business. Uh, the owner of Crayon Salon is Ariel Henry. They have a full salon. You can go in and get your foot massage, a back massage. You can go get your facials. You can get your eyelashes done. You can get your legs waxed. I think you can get your hoo-ha wax. But it's a full salon with everything that you think you would need to be beautiful and relaxed and rejuvenated for the next day. Thank you and you have a great day.